god. Oh, if I was a if I was a big drinker, I would need a stiff one after that. Okay. Okay. And now we're all thinking this stings. Radars. Oh, this was our best run in years. Oh. I rolled a big. Should have been us. Ah, could have done it. That's what's been the hardest thing about doing this podcast. It's, uh, it's looking back on the series you've lost. And, you know, in the past we've managed to do it quite well. And this is overall now our... This is our seventh season. Uh, but this one stings because this was the... This was the First time we were ever playing for the grand prize. Uh, this really does sting, but we have to talk about it. We have to talk about it, as that's how this podcast works. And let me promise you, the pain is going to be shown and evident throughout. You know, you can't see me. The pain will be on display. Right, let's go through the the. the from our teeth first. There's a lot actually to get through here actually. Um, so. Going into this, per- this final. The Penguins finished ahead of the Sharks. Through the regular season. Giving them home ice advantage in the, fi- in the series. Um, this will be the first final since 2007. To reach a team making their finals debut. This is also the first meeting between teams from Pittsburgh and the Bay Area since the Penguins swept the Oakland Seals in the 1970 Stanley Cup quarterfinals. Um, for the first time since 2006, we would have a new scheduling format instituted for the finals. In previous years, the finals were played on a Wednesday, Saturday, Monday scheme, with a few games being played on Friday. However, the league changed its scheduling to ensure an extra day off for both sides. That, along with the... Uh, designated trouble day would take a place after games 2, 4, 5 and 6 in the Western Finals. This scheduling change was necessary as, as a result of the NBA instituting a new scheduling format for its championship series that went into effect beginning in 2016. And for both clubs, let's go through their pass to the finals. For the Penguins, this is their fifth this was their fifth overall appearance of the final and first since winning the cup in 2009. They've made the playoffs every year since their win in 2009, but hadn't won a single game in the Commerce Bars in that span. Um, so the Penguins finished with 104 points in the regular season to finish second in the Metropolitan Division. Division. And in the playoffs, they eliminated the New York Rangers in five games. The Washington Capitals in six games and the Tampa Bay Lightning in seven. For your Sharks, this of course is their first ever fast appearance in their 25-year history. They earned 98 points to finish third in the Pacific Division this year. And on route to their first ever fast appearance, they eliminated the Kings in five games. The Predators in seven and the Blues in the Converse in six games. <sighs> okay. Let's do it. 
Right, so in game number one, um, it remained scoreless until Brian Rust and Connor Sheary scored a minute apart uh, for the Penguins uh, midway through the first period. But your shots did come back in the second with a power play goal by Thomas Hurtle at 3.02 and a tying goal by Patrick Marlowe uh, at 18.12. Despite 18 third period Pittsburgh shots directed towards Mondo's, the score remained tied at 2 until very late in the game when Chris Letang found Nick Von Nino wide open in front of the net to give the Penguins the lead and held off the Sharks in the final minutes to take game one free. To oh, it's one of those games where uh, number five minutes, and this would have been a completely different matter. But, but the Sharks, in their defense here, this is their first Stanley Cup final appearance. There's going to be a lot of things they've not been through before. It's kind of first, it's kind of like first day at school nerves, you know. Once you've got those out of the way, it should be fine. So, here's the scoring summary in full Ryan Rust. At 12.46, with assists from Justin Schultz and Chris Kutz, 1-0 Pittsburgh. First period, Colin Sheary, assists Sidney Crosby and Oli Mataya at 13.48, 2-0 Pittsburgh. Second period, Sharks, Thomas Hurtle on the power play, with assists from Jonas Dosgoy and Brim Burns at 3.02, makes it 2-1 Pittsburgh. Second period, Sharks, Patrick Marlowe. Assist from Bernard Longer Controls at 18-1 makes it 2-2. And the third, Pittsburgh, Nick Bonino. Assist, Chris Letang and Carl Hangelin at 17-27 makes the fast score 3-2 Pittsburgh. Penalty summaries. In the first period, Sharks, Danny, the Zubras received a 2-minute high stick at 8-54. And Pittsburgh's Ian Cole received a 2-minute hockey pass here at 1-14 one, at the second period. Sharks, Joe Havelski, 2 minute minor, 18.52 for Trippy in the second period. Period. And, oh, there were other parties in that 18.52 mark as well. For Pittsburgh, Ebondry, Mannequin, 2 minutes for Slashing, 18.52. Sharks, Joe Thornton, Roughing, 18.52. And in the third, Sharks, Patrick Marlowe, a legal check to the head, 4.47. Pittsburgh's Ben Lovejoy, 2 17.51. Final stats, shots on goal. Third period, Sharks, 4, period, Sharks, 4, Pittsburgh, 15, period, 1. Period, 2, Sharks, 13, Pittsburgh, 8. Period, 3, 9, Sharks, Pittsburgh, 18. Final shots on goal, totals, Pittsburgh, 41, Sharks, 26. So that means Pittsburgh leads 1-0 after one game. So we move on to game number two. This for me, I think, was the game where, oh, if only we could have won that. If only we could have won that, then this might have been... A completely different result. As game two began with a scoreless first period, which featured 11 penguin shots and only six from the Sharks. Midway through the second period, a series of Saturday and miscues led to a Pittsburgh goal. After Rowan Pollock nearly gave the puck away to Phil Kessel, Brendan Dillon was stripped by Carl Hank. 
Lynn and gave it to Nick Bonino a tip in, for a tipping by Kessel. Sharks tied the game late in the third on a goal by Justin Raw, which was went sent the game into overtime. But early in that overtime, a quick shot by Colasheri beat Martin Jones to give the Penguins the, the win. So let's go through the summary. Nothing in the first period. Second period, Pittsburgh. Bill Kessel, assist from Nick Bonino and Carl Haglin at 8.20, one up in Pittsburgh. Third period, Sharks, Justin Braun, assist from Le Couture and Joe Ward at 15.55, 1-1. Overtime, Pittsburgh, Colasheri, assist from Chris Letang and Sidney Crosby, 2.35, 2-1 Pittsburgh. Penalty summary. Ooh, quite not many penalties here. Back, just two penalties on the Sharks, one Pittsburgh in that game. Um, first period, Sharks, Paul Martin, two minutes for delay of game. Puck over glass, 12.09. In the second period, Sharks, Paul Martin, high sticking pet, two minutes at 8.50. In the third, and in, oh, in the second, Pittsburgh, Ian Cole, interference, pet, two minute minors at penalty 18.49. Nothing in the third, nothing in overtime. Shots on goal by each period. period. So in the first, Sharks 6, Pittsburgh 11. Second period, Sharks 5, Pittsburgh 12. Third period, Sharks 9, Pittsburgh 6. Overtime period, Sharks 2, Pittsburgh 1. So for totals there, Sharks 22, Pittsburgh 30. So that means Pittsburgh led 2-0 after two games. Carl Berger's too much of that heartbreak of the game to there because it was time in Game 3 to make some history. First, by letting this whole world know that Stanley Cup final action finally arrived to Zaze in a brilliant pre-game ceremony of his ceremony there. And then the action itself. Oh, a relief. What a relief. Had to work for it. Oh my. Right, Ben Lovejoy started off scoring in game three at 529 the first period when his point shot deflected in off Roman Palak. The Sharks tied it 934 on the Justin Broad goal. Midway through the second period, the Penguins took the lead back when Patrick Hornquist tipped in another of the Lovejoy point shot. In the third period, Nick Menina high stick Joe Thornton, and in the dying seconds of that four-minute power play, Joe Ward fired a slap shot past Martin Mur Matt Murray to tie the game in overtime. And you know, as Dunscoy roofed a tough angle shot over M Murray's shoulder for the game winner, which took the roof off SAP Centre, literally, to give the Sharks a vital win, a really vital win, if we go for this corner summary for you guys. Right, first period, Pittsburgh, Ben Lovejoy unassisted at 5.29, one of the Pittsburgh. Sharks, Justin Braun, assist from Joe Fulton and Mark on Edward Blastic, 9.34, 1-1. 2nd period, Pittsburgh, Patrick Hunquist, assist from Ben Lovejoy and Uli Matar, 19.07, 2-1 Pittsburgh. 3rd period, Sharks, Joel Ward, assist to Yost Donskoy and Joe Fulton. 848 to 2 and then overtime Sharks, Yost Donskoy, assist Chris Tierney, 
Again, very low scoring penalty summary for you guys. Again, like in game two, just three penalties. Paired one, Sharks, Joel Ward, two minute minor for high stick at 258. Second period, Pittsburgh, Carl Hagelin, two minutes for tripping, 1039. Then in third period, Pittsburgh, Nick Bonino, four, double minor, four minutes, at 448 for high sticking, nothing in overtime. Shots on goal by period, period, in period one. Pittsburgh 14, Sharks 6, period 2, Pittsburgh 6, Sharks 9, period 3, Pittsburgh 13, Sharks 7, overtime period, Pittsburgh 9, Sharks 4, which means total shots, Pittsburgh 42, Sharks 26, but Sharks take game, win game 3, which means the deficit is 2-1. Not our finest hour, because in the first three, we were in it. This one, not so much, not so much. <sighs> At 7.30, there's a, pa there's a pattern developing here, there's a pattern developing here. You guessed it, I mean, yeah, yeah. 7.36, the first period, Bill Kettle took advantage of a poor Sharks line champ. Range and fired a shot that rebounded off Martin Jones and directly in to Ian Cole, who scored his first playoff goal. This marked the second consecutive game in which the Penguins had scored first. See the pattern here? In the second period, Sharks forward Mika Carson, who was called for interference against Eric Fair and on the ensuing power play, Markin tipped in a Kessel shot for the Penguins' second goal. During the third period, Carlson scored again to cut the deficit to one. Penguins regained a two-goal lead with 2-0-2 left when Eric Fair beat Jones on the breakaway. Alright, let's go into summary. Period one, Pittsburgh, Ian Cole, assists for Castle and Imanji Markin, 7-36, in Pittsburgh. Second period, Pittsburgh, Imanji Markin, power play goal, assists Bill Kessel and Chris Ledang, 2-5-7, tuning in Pittsburgh. Third period, Sharks, Melka Carlson, assist Chris Tierney and Brandon Portinen, 807-21 Pittsburgh. Third period, Pittsburgh, Eric Fair, assist Carl Haglin and Ollie Matara, 1758-31 Pittsburgh. Party summary, each team got two parties each in that game. First period, Sharks, Mark of Plastic, interference, 1137, 2 minutes Pittsburgh, Ben Lovejoy, two minutes for holding the stick at 14.45. Second period, Sharks, Melka Carlson, two minutes interference at 2.28. Pittsburgh, Brian Rust, two minutes for hooking, 17.33, nothing in the third. Right, shots by, by period. Pittsburgh, six, Sharks, eight. First period. Second period, Pittsburgh, seven, Sharks, four. Third period, Pittsburgh 7, Sharks 12. Overall total shots, Pittsburgh 20, Sharks 24. So, unfortunately, that does mean Pittsburgh takes game 4 and leads 3 1. Okay, we're on to game number 5, and finally. 
Pittsburgh did not strike first. Oh, oh there. Brilliant work. Right. Game five started quickly. Four goals scored in the first five minutes, six seconds of the game. Oh, yeah, Blanza. Brent Burns gave the Sharks their first lead of the final at 104, slipping it past Murray on the right post. So, as they scored again at 253 when Logan Couture deflected in a shot from Justin Braun. Less than two minutes later, Sharks forward Dennis Zerberus got called to the delay of game after shooting the puck over the glass. On this extreme public, a mounting shot deflected off Braun's skate and past Jones, cutting the deficit to 2 1. Less than a minute later, Brendan gave away the puck to Nick Bonino. Who took uh, the shot that was deflected by in by Carl Hagden later in the first period? During a Pittsburgh power play, a full kettle wrist shot bounced off both goal posts but stayed out. Later in the period, Dinan passed down low for Couture, who backhand pass to Carlson, who scored to regain the lead for the Sharks. So they took just 15 shots in the second. Bird period combined, but Jones withstood a massive 46 shots from the Penguins to slave off elimination. Jovelski provided an empty net goal to force a six game. Right, scoring summary. Oh, yeah, so, so basically, apart from that empty net, it was all first period. Right, let's go through it. Okay. So, first period. Shacks. Also good to say that first for a change. Bremen's assist Milka Carlson and Logan Couture 104. Wonderful is that Sharks. Sharks, Logan Couture, assist Justin Braun, 253, 2 Sharks. Pittsburgh, Ibanji Malkin, power play goal, assist Bill Kessel and Chris Letang, 444, 2-1 Sharks. Pittsburgh, Carl Haglin, assist Nick Bonino, 506, 2-2. Two, two. Sharks, Melka Carlson. Assist, Logan Couture and Brendan Ninnan, 14.7-3-2 Sharks. Nothing in the second. Third period, Sharks, Joe Zalski, empty netter. Assist, Joe Thornton, 18.40-4-2 Sharks. Penalties, oh a lot, a lot. First period, both Sharks. Dennis Zorpris, delay a game, oh, game, shot puck over glass. Two minutes, 4.21. Then Joe Brent Burns at 8-18, two minutes for high sticking. Second period, Pittsburgh. A bench Meyer penalty for two minutes on the ice, served by Phil Kessel at 5.58. Sharks, Milka Carlson, two minutes for slashing at 10.30. Then the third period, Pittsburgh, Carl Haglin, two minutes for hooking at 14.04. Pittsburgh, Sydney Crosby, two minutes for rubbing 19.56. Sharks, Michael Carlson, two to roughing, 1956. Shots by period. Sharks, seven, Pittsburgh, 15. First period. Second period, Sharks, eight, Pittsburgh, 17. Third period, Sharks, seven, Pittsburgh, 14. Totals, 22 Sharks, 46 Pittsburgh. So the Sharks win game five. The deficit's now 3-2. Three, three, Having to do this one now. Basically, it was like game four, just weren't in it. 
I'll do it quickly. Power play driven from, from Brian. Dunnerlin started scoring early in game six during the first commission of tribute. Cordy Howe was played and he died on June 10. Thursday tied it up in the second period when local control for a pass from Milka Carlson and fired a shot past Murray. Just over a minute later, Pittsburgh gained the lead. Were shot by Chris Tang ricocheted off Martin Jones, and in, in despite facing the on home ice, the Sharks managed only two shots on goal in the third period. An empty net goal from Patrick Lundqvist sealed the win for Pittsburgh. First period, I'm doing it quickly because it's too painful. I've got to do it quickly. Scoring some first pit Pittsburgh. Brian Dunnerlin, power play goal, assist Justin Schultz and Chris Kutz. 8-16, one of in Pittsburgh. Second period, Sharks, Le Couture, assist Michael Carlson and Brett Burns, 6-27, 1-1. Pittsburgh, Chris Letang, assist Sidney Crosby and Connor Sheary, 7-46-1 Pittsburgh. Third period, Pittsburgh, Patrick Honquist, Antinetta, assist Sidney Crosby, 18-58, 3-1 Pittsburgh. Penalty summary, first period, Sharks, Dean Zubra, 2 of my Patrick at 7-50. Nothing in the second. Third, Pittsburgh, Connor Sheary, 2 is for hooking, 5-26. Sharks, Ren Burns, two bits for slashing, number two. Pittsburgh, Eric Fair, two bits for high sticking, 1950. Shots by period. Pittsburgh, nine. Sharks, four. First period. Pittsburgh, 11. Sharks, 13. Second period. Pittsburgh, seven. Sharks, two. Third period. Total shots, 27. Pittsburgh, 19. Sharks. So, at the end, Pittsburgh wins it. Four games to two. <sighs> God. Oh, the pain. It really, this really, really stings. Because I generally have felt, and I think I've shown this right off playoff mode for this for 2016. This was our best run in years. And quite easily, it could have been the other way around. And it could have been us celebrating rather than those looks. Um... But then again, I suppose the Sharks would basically continue what's been Californian history, and that Californian teams don't tend to win the cup on their first go. And they've got to annoy when it's called the second go um, to clinch it. Ugh. It really stings. It really does stings. And unfortunately, I can't answer when that pain's going to go, go away. I know when it will go away, when we, list, when we actually finally do live the Stanley Cup, but I can't tell when that is. <sighs> That rings the end of it. Oh, a little bit. Uh, could have done it. 